Hello everyone, welcome to our fifth episode of What the Talk, of course, by What the Pop. Uh, today, we have a very special episode today. Today, we're not going to be talking about video games. Today, we're going to be talking about comic book movies. We're actually doing a little something different this time for you guys, listeners. I did get some feedback from some of you guys saying that you guys want us to talk about other stuff. So today, on Memorial Day, we're going to be talking about something different. But... What's also different about this today's episode is that we're now, my my co-host, Spicy Chicken, took the day off. I gave him the day off because I felt like he deserved the day off after four episodes in a row. He's been working hard to keep these podcasts going. So today I have a different co-host today, a very lovely good friend of mine, Myra. How are you, Myra? I'm great. I am super <laughs> excited to be here with Pe- um, well, it's Pe- my friend Pedro. Yeah, that's yeah. your host as always, Pedro Rodriguez. It doesn't change. Cannot change. It will change. I'm sure one day it'll change. But thanks for coming, Myra. I'm actually happy to have you here with us. How you, how you been? I've been good. I mean, I've been trying to eat as much ice cream as possible. Like lemon lime ice cream. It's the thing that cools me down the Dude, most. Dude, I, I love that like like chili mango ice cream. Yes. That is my favorite. Yes. Or that like like uh, pepino and chile. Throw ice some cream. tahini in there. Well, I don't know about that. I haven't gone that far. I haven't gone that far. You recommend it? Yes. Okay, you recommend it. You recommend it to the audience? Yes, I do. There Especially you go. if you like spicy stuff. There, there you go. If you, if you guys are looking for a different type of ice cream uh, taste as as the summer is rolling in, you know, there you go. You guys have some different ice cream instead of just, you know, ice cream chocolate chip or chocolate ice cream or vanilla ice cream. I don't I don't want to get into vanilla ice cream. I had a bad experience with vanilla ice cream. Why? Uh, I got Some dude was talking trash, and I was like, oh, yeah? Okay, well, here you go. Have some vanilla. And I threw some vanilla ice cream at him. And, you know, the con- we didn't get in a fist fight because, let's be honest, I'd gotten my, I would get my ass kicked by the guy. The guy was huge. But you know, it, it's just it's just it is what it is. What type of vanilla ice cream was it? It was just a regular vanilla ice cream. I was like, you know what? I don't like this guy's comment at me, and I was just like to chuck that ice cream at him, and it hit his head. It looked like he had like a like a blonde wig on his head because the guy was bald. But you know, it just it is what it is. You know, sometimes you know, and I was like, and then he got up, and I was like, holy shoot, this guy's like six something, and I was, and I'm like five ten, so I'm like, oh boy. But you know, good thing conflict didn't get didn't get any worse. I apologized to him though. I felt bad after that. I was like, oh man, I threw my like six dollar ice cream at him. <laughs> I just I just felt bad after that. But uh, thanks for joining us, Myra, because today you get to be you get to be part of the comic book episode, the, our first comic book episode. And you're a huge comic book person. Yes, I am. I love comic books. Favorite comic book of all time? Go. My favorite one? Oh no, that's too hard. I didn't. <laughs> Oh, I love. Oh my gosh, I have to give you like a like a list of ones that I like. Am I? Are we just talking about like graphic novels or just like any kind of comic favorite books? comic book of all time? The one that you saw, you're like, this is my favorite. This is my favorite of all time. We're not including manga, right? Nothing like that. I don't. I don't count manga as comic book, but if they do, then if you do, then I hey, go for it. You know. Okay, I love. I love the. Batman and Robin, like uh, Peter Tomasi's run. Oh, there. okay. Yeah, like that's where you kind of see just you know Batman being Bat Dad. Oh yeah. With his son who isn't like exactly like he d- him. Yeah, he doesn't have a son. Yeah, I mean Dick Grayson is technically Dick Grayson is the son Batman wants, but he has who is he? Damian, Damian Wayne. Wayne, who's 
I mean, I don't know. I, I'm I'm always whatever is when I'm, I'm not huge on Damian Wayne. I think he's cool, but whatever, man. I just I'm all about Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson is the team. Uh, he's like a perfect little turd. He's a turd, yeah. And I should like him because I'm a turd myself too sometimes out there. So I throw an ice cream at somebody. So, but you know, it's just. I mean, for me, my favorite comic book of all time would probably have to be. That's a conversation for another day. How's that? It's going to be a conversation for another podcast day. Okay, sounds good. We're going to have to talk about that some other day. But today, like I said, we're going to be talking about you're going to pick your top three Batman or your top three comic book movies of all time. Your top. Hey, for on Batman Day, we could probably do another Batman movies of all time. But today, what are your top three comic book movies? Let's start with with your number three. What is your number three uh, favorite comic book movies of all time? My favorite comic book, my third favorite comic book movie of all time has to be Blade 2. Directed, Blade 2. Yes, with, directed with Guillermo del Toro, with, you know, Wesley Snipes and all of Guillermo the, directed that? Yes, he did. I he didn't did know that. It. I didn't know that. Okay, talk to you about the movie, because I'm, okay, so people are going to be like, oh, you're not, you're not a comic book guy. I've never paid it. I never cared about Blade. I never seen Blade. I never paid attention. Blade never hit my radar, ever. No, okay, so... The only reason I ended up watching it in the mm-hmm. first place because okay, I was at Target with my dad. Okay. And we were looking at these movies and they had like these packs of like of like four movies all together mm-hmm. and then Blade was there. And he mentioned something about it, like, Oh, you know, there's Blade like I like that movie. I'm like, Okay. So I didn't really think much about it and then we we went to the library and I was looking around for something to watch. It was probably during the time where I was, like, watching, like, something else, like, yeah. every day, like, during the summer. And I saw Blade there. And I guess I, I made a mistake. I ended up watching the second one, which is the one that Guillermo del Toro directs. And so, so you the, never the saw first, the original one? Not not before the second one. Oh, so you went from two to, to original. One. Yeah. Yeah. So I was watching it. And I'm like, I loved it. I loved, like, the way that the vampires, like, when they die... Like, they turn all crispy. Like, you can see, like, like the cinders and stuff. Oh, okay. And, like, it was just, I don't know, it was a lot of action. Wesley Snipes was, like, perfect. He was tough. He was, like, but he had, like, that. Wasn't Deadpool in it? Ryan Reynolds? The third one. Oh, yeah, that was yeah, the third one. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like the third one. And though. wasn't Triple H also in it? The wrestler, Triple H? I don't know about that. I remember him. I remember, I think I remember seeing pictures of him. But anyway, keep going, keep going. That's just mean. Yeah. Over here. Keep going. No, so he... No, he had, like, this toughness and, like, vulnerability Mm -hmm. to this character. And it just, like, meshed really well together, I thought. So, what happens in the second one is that there's... Some vampires are being infected with, like, this disease where they turn into, like, vampires that kill other vampires. And they kill... Oh, and if they kill a vampire, they either kill it or they turn it into one of them. Mm -hmm. And then they kill all the humans. So the vampire, like, lord or king, it's been a while since I've seen it, basically gets his daughter and this other other crew of vampires Mm -hmm. to team him up with Wesley Snipes, with Blade, Mm -hmm. because he wants to basically get rid of all these vampires, because they're a danger to them in addition to... like, the people, their, their sustenance. Yeah. See, it's funny because, like, one person that was really into Blade that I knew was my cousin, Jonathan. 
Jonathan was super into Blade. Like, now he was the person actually, and he was like, he's younger than me. He like introduced it to me. He's like, oh yeah, I like Blade, this and that. And I was like, well, what's Blade? And he showed me one time in the movie, and I was like, oh, that's cool. All right. But I don't know. And I could never get into it. I don't know why. I don't know. It's just, the only thing I guess I did like was that he used a sword, which was cool. So yeah. I'm guessing you're excited for the new Blade then. Yes, Mahershala is a you know an there amazing you well, actor. I was, I was like, I don't know his name, but you said his name perfect. I was like, you know, that's great. You know, perfect. I don't even have to butcher that guy's name anymore. But anyway, you were saying you were excited for his uh, his uh, his movie, right? You're excited for the new. Yes, Blade. I am. So I guess they're going with Marshall Ali is like an older actor. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to what they're going to do with him, and he's a very, you know, he does very like. Like solitude really well, I feel. How do you think they're gonna fit him in the MCU? Oh, I have no idea, honestly. So now, now that they have Disney has like all of Marvel together. Oh, they're still missing one. Oh, it's, well, except for no Spider-Man. two. They're missing two, two actually. Hulk. Hulk. Oh Hulk yeah, is still part of Universal. Has, yeah. yeah, Hulk is still part of Universal. So they're missing Spider Man, but so- Sony's not gonna let go of Spider Man. Yeah, they're never gonna let. They're go. not gonna let that go, and I, it's funny how people like. Like, blame Sony for, like, Spider-Man and all that. But it's like, you really got to think about it. They paid a good price for Spider-Man to save Marvel. That money helped Marvel stay alive to what Marvel is now. Sony Sony didn't do anything wrong. Sony's just blind by the, the contract. That's all they're doing. So, and, you know, and, and it's funny when, like, Tom Holland was like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm like, yeah, you are. If Sony says you're done with Marvel, you're done, buddy. You're done. You're going back to Sony. But anyway... That I, but going back to like Blade and all that, I would I like although I'm not like huge Blade fan, I still would find interesting to see Doctor Strange with Blade, like have both of them cross paths. Like I think that would be the, like interesting. You get magical vampires. Mm-hmm. You get Blade wearing um Doctor Strange's cape. I think the whole like how Thor met uh Doctor Strange. I think the whole meeting Doctor Strange Blade would already be interesting. You know. Uh, that yeah. would make for some interesting stuff right there. I, I think that would be cool. I could see that. I could see, like, the... Kind of, like, they're kind of... Well, they're both kind of stoic a little bit. Yeah. But one of them is, like, magical. And yeah. the other one's, like... One's I, mystic. I fight to survive. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's, like, that's cool because it's, it's, like... Like, how many video games or movies do you not know where there's, like, vampires, creatures of night, and mystic, mystic creature, mystic... You know, people with mystical powers, you know, wizards and, and you know, shit like that. So, I mean, I, I think that's so cool. Like, I, I like, I'm not a huge Blade fan. Um, I, to your you picking it one of the best comic book movies of all time. I guess I'm going to have to go and see it. I'm going to have to make some time to go see Blade 1, 2. Do you recommend 3? Okay, so a lot of people don't like 3 because uh-huh. Ryan Reynolds and... Yeah. I think what's her name? Jessica... Jessica something. I think she's married to Justin Timberlake now? I I don't know. I think it was her. They ended up, like, stealing the show, basically, in the oh. third movie from Wesley Snipes, from Blade. Oh, yeah, they m- made... Okay, so they made they made Blade bad. They they made Blade look bad. Yeah, it's like... it's kinda, They stole the show. Kind of. They yeah. kind of, like, stole the show from him. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought it was funny, because Ryan Reynolds was funny, but... They kind of did really take the show they from him. They kind of like pulled, yeah, they pulled like all the focus from Blade to them. And I'm like, yeah. You know what? Now that Deadpool is with Disney and Disney's also making Blade. So they're all under what? I wonder what would happen if Deadpool actually met 
you know, the new Blade. I wonder what jokes he would say about him. Since, you know, Ryan Reynolds was in Blade 3, you know? That pops, that's already popping in my head. They have to have Wesley Snipes come back for a cameo. They have to do it. You want him to come back for a cameo? He has to come back for a cameo. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't think he's doing anything else right now. I, hey, you don't know. Sometimes I... Sometimes people think I'm always home chilling, eating chips, playing video games. But no, sometimes I'm busy. I'm busy, you know. So I'm guessing he's busy. I'm guessing he's busy too. But we'll see. I mean, I mean, we will have to see. But Blade Two is is your number. I'm I'm shocked. I thought you would go with something more on DCU. I never knew you. you I I never knew you were a Blade fan. That's like one thing I never knew about you. I just know that about you right now. That you're a Blade fan. You don't seem like a, you don't seem like a Blade fan at all. You defended Aquaman for so long. I was like, oh yeah, she's not gonna like Blade. No, you like Blade. Blade is your thing. You know which one's gonna shock you though that I picked as my number three. This is gonna blow your mind. I picked Joker, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh really? I picked Joker as like one of the best comic book movies of all time. That movie is just, oh my god, it is so insane. I enjoyed every second of it. And I saw it again, and I was like, this is brilliant. And I don't want to see it again. Because I don't want to lose that magic I have with that movie, you know? So you've only seen it twice? I've only seen it twice. So, I think it, we, I, saw it, I saw it with you in theaters. Yes, yeah, we saw time. it together in theater, yeah. Like, it's just so crazy, because, like, we, how do we, we know Joker that... He die. He doesn't die, but you know he becomes Joker when he's being chased by Batman, and he's snapped by the way he's treated, you know, like by mobs and and you know he's just trying. But this one is like how he's being treated by the world instead of just a certain uh, group of people. It's how the world treats him that makes him snap, and he doesn't fall in a chemical lava in a in a chemical, you know, in a chemical whatever chamber. He he just he just snaps. It is insane, and just like everything he goes through, it's just like, and it's such a good. And I, I know somebody's gonna be like, "You're trash." They're gonna, I know somebody's gonna say something, but I think he did it way better than um, uh, what's his name, Heath Heath Ledger. Ledger. Yeah, Yeah. Joker. I think Joker is like one of the best. I feel like I shocked people with that. They're very different Jokers, like Heath Ledger and. Uh And Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, he's much more. Yeah. He's much more, I guess. That well, there. Okay, so he Ledger's is supposed to be more grounded in reality, mm-hmm. but he's more psychotic in that one than he is in the Joker movie. That is true. To to that argument, yes, that is true. But here's the thing, I feel like when you're gonna make a comic book character, he has to be like the comic book character. You know. And that's what Joaquin Phoenix did. He delivered the laugh. He delivered the look. Although his outfit was very different, he delivered what Joker is. His hair is green. I mean, that part where, uh, who is it, when he when he kills, or not, before he kills that one guy right. in his own room, yeah, how he has his arms on the wall and his head is just kind of, like, that was just like, oh, man, that is so Joker-like. It's also very Joker, like how he lets the little person go. Yeah, he kills the other dude like right in front of yeah, him. That, and yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he also had the Joker comedy where like the little guy's trying to get out, but he can't. And he asks his, he asks uh, Joker to like open the door for him, and he's just like, okay. And uh, I was like, what's he gonna do? And he doesn't do anything. But it's like, yeah, that's Joker though. That's what he does. He does things like that. 
And that's like, that's my, my number three. I had to pick Joker. I mean, it was just, it was, and, oh my God, how he kills uh, Robert De Niro. He just shoots him, like, and the camera does not cut. It just shoots him. And then the anarchy that comes after that. You know, it's just, yeah, yeah that was such a good movie. When I was watching, I wasn't sure if he was going to either shoot himself or shoot Murray. Because I know this was supposed to be, like, contained, you know? Uh-huh. It's not supposed to be, like, connected to a whole bunch of other stuff. And I believed at first it was going to be just, like, a one-off, you know? So it's there, and that's how it ends. Yeah, and I'm hearing rumors there might be a second one. Yeah, like, it seems like they're very open to... I mean, it made a billion dollars. First rated R movie to ever make a billion dollars. Wasn't it Deadpool? No, Deadpool didn't make it that much. I think it made it to either 700s or... 800s. Okay. But, yeah, no, I, I heard that they were supposed to make a second one. And, I mean, it, like, for me, go for it. Do it. Just do it. We're going to make a second one. Do it. Just make sure you bring Joaquin Phoenix back. And please make sure the script is good. I don't yeah. care if the movie's going to. I don't care if I'll be 40 and here comes Joker 2. I mean, I don't think that'll happen because Joaquin will probably be past, past acting skills. But I don't care if it takes, like, five years. And they make a Joker too, and they bring in Robert Panson as the Batman for that. I think that's hey, hey, go for it, do it. I'm cool with that, do it. I ha- I have faith in Robert Panson. I'm one of the very few persons that has actually like you have faith in the Twilight guy. I'm like, he's a good actor. Christopher Nolan has him for his film as one of the main cast. Christopher Nolan does not pick trash actors. Christopher Nolan knows how to pick his actors. He does. So this is exciting to see him play, you know, play Batman. And like I said, I want to see Joaquin Phoenix at least one more time, if possible. If not, this is fine. He's done his due. Like, this is it. We're good. We're all done. But we're, we're moving on. Your second movie. This one's, I like this one. Your second one. I actually, I ended up liking this one more than I thought I would have. My second one is Aquaman. Jason Momoa? Jason Momoa, yes. Okay, so I don't think Jason Momoa is like the greatest actor. My man! But he can be... It depends how you use him. And he was used very well in this. Like, he didn't go all out like... Like, uh... Fun fact, Jango Fett's his dad. Yes, he is. (laughs) Jango Fett is his dad. I'm sorry, keep going, keep going. No, he didn't go all like all biker... You know, yeah. he went like part way there and then he en- he added like that layer of sympathy. Like, yeah, he went know? halfway. He went 50 50. Yeah, like he like he was yeah. like, I feel like James Wan, who I love James Wan, like he the way he directs his scenes, like the scene when they're on the, in that little town in Italy yeah. and they have the um, Orm's people like chasing him mm-hmm. and Mara and they're like running on those roofs. Ocean Master. They're doing Ocean parkour. Master. Yeah, no, we saw that was an, actually another one we saw in theaters. You and I actually. Yes. Yeah, you were saying no. So like those scenes, like when you see them running, and then you see, well, you see Mara running, mm-hmm. and you see Jason Momoa by that bell, and it just like the camera like changes just like that. Mm-hmm. Like there's like little things like that that he does, and when the one of the soldiers is like running through the buildings, and you, it goes from like the inside of the building out. You know, he just has like these little camera shots, and like the way it's edited, and the way it goes from like the ocean, because like. This is one of the most beautiful movies I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. I think it was robbed of an Oscar nomination for VFX. Oh, okay. It, it should have been you're nominated. You're throwing some shade at the Oscars now? Yes. Like, <laughs> I mean, I love, okay, so I love Black Panther. It was a, you know, it was a fun experience for me. You know, it, 
I'd watch it again. Black Panther. Yes, but that, that but that movie oh, was nominated Panther, for. Chadwick, Bo- okay, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. That movie was nominated for the Oscar, was and Aquaman it was wasn't. Okay. Like, all right, how? Okay. How does that compute? Well, I mean, I think the story in Black Panther is more is is at least somewhat more realistic than. It's not about story though. We're talking about VFX. Just how okay, how pretty well. it looks. <laughs> We're looking at how pretty it is. Okay, I mean, Pertiness. that city, you know, this in Black Panther, the vibranium city, I think it looks great, it looks cool. I feel like we didn't really get to see much of the city in Aquaman. You kind of get to see how, like, how they has like those gates and how there's certain like air bubbles that it has, and they can like ships. Mm-hmm. You get to see, um, like a little bit of the other kingdoms, what they do, yeah, their yeah, little yeah. sticks, you and they do see... look cool how they all have like different armors. All kingdoms have like their own armor, yeah. Like they it don't look cool. like and they came out of the same. This area. is this is where I praise the movie is that they kept it so comic wise. Like Jason Momoa's outfit, it's that bright orange with that dark green. But man, Ocean Master was just oh, dude, that, like when he puts his mask on, he's like, Call me Ocean Master. I was like, I like that guy, I like that character, that character's cool. I mean, I, I liked the movie. I, I actually liked how, like, I, like when when they announced the movie, I was like, how are they going to make underwater? Because underwater is just difficult to make. You know, CGI water is already hard. But they pulled it off. That was insane. They actually pulled off the movie. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I liked um, I, I liked Aquaman. Aquaman was cool. And you actually say it's one of the greatest comic book movies of all time. Yes, for me it is. I mean, hey, you know, we're all entitled to our own opinion. I mean, is Mara? Mara, right? Yeah. Uh, no, wait, no. Who? Um, Mara. Mara, there we go. Mara. What you thought of Mara? Do you like Mara? Well, when I heard Amber Heard was going to do it, yeah, no. I was like, I don't know. She the has girl like from the... Zombieland? Yeah, I was like, mm, <laughs> I don't know. But she did really well. This is probably like the best work she's ever done. Like in anything, I think it might be the best and only work she'll ever do. <laughs> My God, is there a massive controversy going on on that side? I'm like, ah, so okay. So speaking of Aquaman, because there's supposed to be an Aquaman too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So if Amber Heard does not come back, and I think that's up to anybody's opinion whether she comes back or she doesn't. I, I'm not gonna get into that. I'm not gonna get not here. I'm not. But here's the thing: if they replaced her, who who is your ideal? Mara. Okay, so are we talking about replacing the character or replacing no, the replacing actress? the actress? We can't re- we can't replace it. Can you replace the character? I mean, Spider Man has Gwen Stacy and, and uh, Mary Jane, but does Aquaman have another love interest besides Wonder Woman? He, okay, so he has uh, he's had a few. The one that I know of, he has one called Dolphin. Um, she's kind of like she has like scales and she has like white hair. Uh, she, I think she's like human, but she, I don't know, found her way into some like Atlantis, uh-huh. well, Atlantean scientist or, and then like he did like experiments on her, so she's like part of like their world. <laughs> and, uh, her name is Dolphin? Yeah, Dolphin. So there's her, but. Do you know. really want her though? That's the question. I guess it depends on who they would get. I mean,. Do I want to have a new love interest? Because the thing is, like, Mara and Arthur are, like, they're, like, Lois and Clark. Uh-huh. You know, th- when you think of... Or Bruce and Catwoman. Yeah, when you think of them, like, they're, like, the one. Like, the this is or their Bruce main love interest. Or Bruce and Wonder Woman. Or Bruce and uh, Talia. 
God, Bruce <laughs> needs to slow down. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know. Like, I can't think of anybody that would play Mara. Mara, sorry, sorry if I'm butchering the name. I'm not the biggest Aquaman fan. Mara. Mara. All right, there we go. Mara. I don't know who would replace her. I thought Amber Heard did great, but then all they said, I was like, oh, wow, that's that's their problem. This isn't TMZ. We're not gonna get into it, but what I'm saying is like. That's going to be hard because she was actually really likable. She was. She was extremely likable. At first, I was like, oh, man, she's not going to be. I don't know. It's hard sometimes because I feel like when when they make superhero movies, they always make female the denzel in distress, you know, the one the guy has to go save. But no, they actually did a good job with her in this one. She was actually the brains while Jason Momoa was in the background just screaming, my man, all the time. So I really, I really liked and now... Had one of the best villains. I think one of the best villains in comic book history, Ocean Master. I think he was one of the best movie villains in comic book history. I love I, Patrick I, Wilson. I love how he's just like on top of the the sea dragon and he's just mowing just people that ah with his. I I would cosplay. I would cosplay Ocean Master. If somebody made me an Ocean Master costume, I don't care how it looked. I would wear because Ocean Master's bad. No, I would not wear an underwear Ocean Master skin. No, I would not wear that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, he was awesome. I thought he was. I think he was. I think he was better than Jason Momoa. I actually liked him better than Jason Momoa. Like, I was like, dude, that guy is awesome. I like that guy. I was watching that movie and I was like, okay, so they have Ocean Master as a villain. You know, when I saw the trailer, okay, I'm like, how are they going to do this? Ocean Master is not the most. Like threatening name, like someone walks up to you like hey, I don't know, I'm Ocean, Ocean Master. Master. Like ah, uh, the ocean is pretty big. How is that not threatening? Like, have you not seen how big the world ocean is? So if somebody calls himself Ocean Master and he looks like that guy, I don't know. I kind of take him as a threat. Like, yeah, well, if if he can talk to fish, I'm sure he can call upon the ocean. That's already. I don't think he can. I think only, our you know Aquaman can. Arthur. Yeah, Arthur. He uh-huh. was. You know, he was a special one. He was the one that was more in touch with the fish. That's why he was able to get the, basically the kraken. With the o- the animals in the ocean. We'll call him that. Then, you know, you know, everyone was always like, oh, Aquaman, Aquaman's lame. All he does is talk to fish. I mean, you defend him. <laughs> yes, I remember, like, I believe I heard James Wan said that mm-hmm. when he was thinking of, you know, of Aquaman, mm-hmm. where he... You know, his character is taken as a joke for yeah. a lot of people, you know. Yeah, he, he, he was robot, for a bit, though, too. Yeah, Robot Chicken did so many jokes on him. Family Guy, <laughs> you know, I all these things. I remember the Robot Chicken one, <laughs> where he's just like, fine, I'll walk. And he just starts walking. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. he so one of the things that they would joke around about would be the fish, you know, talking yeah. to fish. So James Swan was like, you know, how, how about I turn that thing that people laugh at and make it his strength his greatest strength and you see it through the movie and you're like yeah the final battle where he calls all those awesome yes. like, like i'm like yeah you know what that that's actually like yeah i guess if you throw a semen at me that's kind of like okay thanks dude i i free semen but i mean if you really look at the, the mythology of of atlantis they have some pretty dope looking creatures so it is pretty cool that he could call that upon and that was his biggest strength. I mean, I mean, I mean, Aquaman. I liked Aquaman. I thought it was cool. I mean, it's not on my top three, but you know, it's on your top three. And I believe why you liked it. And I remember when we came out of the movie theater, you were just so happy about it. I do not like that Pitbull soundtrack. They could have picked someone better. I'm not throwing shade at Pitbull or anybody that listens to Pitbull. 
I just don't think Pitbull is the best person for a music soundtrack. You don't want Mr. Worldwide there? Look, Mr. Worldwide is great when he's on concerts, but what, do you, do you really want people to get off their seat and start dancing in the middle of the movie? I know it took a lot of people out of it. It kind of did, because you're like, oh, that's Pitbull, what's he doing Yeah, here? and then it has, uh, what's that one song, uh, Africa by um, Total Rock? Yes, that's the one he Yeah, he, he sampled it, so it was just like, and it's funny, because it's like, it starts, and I was just like, ah, Mr. Worldwide, Mr. 305, or whatever he says. And I was like, ah, they could have picked someone better. Just as he had the white stripes, you know, Shazam had Kendrick Lamar. You know, Wonder Woman has that awesome theme song that she has in, in Dawn of Justice that popped up. I mean, that's just, mm, that's, a good, that's a good score right there. I'm like, damn, she got the best score out of these guys. You hear that theme and you're like, oh, she's coming. She coming. But you know who has, I think who has a better score than uh, than Wonder Woman? The end, the end credit song to Infinity War. Because I think Infinity War is one of the best comic book movies of all time. Matter of fact, it's my second favorite. Infinity War. Avengers Infinity War. And I was in a huge debate between Endgame and Infinity War. But Infinity War is just... I love Infinity War. And we saw it in theaters. Again, another one we saw in theaters. And it was just insane Infinity War. I mean... All the heroes, how it starts, how it ends. It's just, this is, I think this is ever the first comic book movie where the heroes lose in general. Right? Yeah, like, you, it ends and half of their team is, like, gone. And, like, that. Spoiler warning. Hey, you don't know. I don't know. Some people live under rocks these days, okay? You know, it's hard. It's hard out there. That's, like, one of the highest grossing movies, like, ever. Like, if you haven't seen it already... Yeah, that's true, I mean, but you know, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't want somebody to be like, "Oh, what the fuck? I haven't seen. I was playing a scene of this week." And then Corey Barlog, they, had, they didn't even the guy that created God of War, yeah, had never seen Infinity War or Endgame. Literally, like I think he like in February or February or I think around December, he was barely catching up on Infinity War and Endgame, and that was like, mate, how did you avoid these spoilers the whole time? Just saying though, half their team is gone. Can you name all the heroes that, that got snapped away in that, in that movie? Ooh, I don't think so. I know that. Okay. So they have Wanda. They have Black Panther, Shuri. Um, thinking. I, actually, you know, now that I think about it, it was mostly like the newer, you, you know, all the main crew from the first Avengers, they all stayed. So check and this then, out. This is how big of a, of a freaking nerd I am over this movie. I know exactly who got snapped. It was Bucky. It was Falcon, it was Wanda, it was Black Panther, it was uh, it was technically all the Guardians except Nebula. We don't count Nebula, but whatever. And Rocket. So Groot, Drax, Star Lord, God. Um, it was it was also um, Spider Man. It was Doctor Strange. We didn't we don't count Vision, but Vision got his head got got his diamond pulled off. So Vision's gone. I mean, it, it, that I think that's everybody. That, that's everyone. Wand, I think Wand was another one that got vanished. Maybe Shuri vanished. Um, you know, the Wasp vanished. Hank Penn and and his wife vanished. Uh, Nick Fury vanished. Maria Hill vanished. It was just insane. I was like, what? No way. I was kind of down that Samuel Jackson vanished, 
Because I actually would like to see him back in another Avengers movie like he was in the first Avengers movie. So I was a little like, oh, man, he's gone too. But, you know, it is what it is. But it was just so insane. And Thanos, Thanos gives Vader a run for his money. Thanos gives Darth Vader a run for his money. And Darth Vader has been considered one of the greatest movie villains of all time. And I think Thanos gives him a run for his money. Thanos' agenda makes sense. I believe in what he's trying to do. I'm not saying he's right. I'm just saying, yeah, it makes sense what he's trying to do. I always thought that that movie worked mostly because this was Thanos' movie. So they spent the time to, you know, like, to develop his character, give him his reasons. I think, I don't like his reasons. I think it's, you know, he's like, oh, get rid of, you know, we don't have enough resources, so we're going to get rid of half the population. I'm like, okay, what about, I don't know, maybe doubling the resources? Yeah, or, no, I know, mean, it definitely, like, I get I get what he's saying. I, I don't know, like, I don't know if the gauntlet has enough to, to make double the resources. I don't know how that works. Yeah. And I get it. Like, I look, I understand what he's trying to do. I just think he's going off the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think the movie works so well because, in the words of, of the Russo brothers, the reason the Avengers lost is because they were divided. Doesn't matter how how it would have gone. Doesn't matter if Star Lord wouldn't have hit him or not. They still would have lost. Star Lord hitting him is the actual. And that's the thing. Like everybody, okay. I have to. I cannot exercise this enough. People are always telling Star Lord shit. Star-Lord did nothing wrong. That's how Star-Lord acts. When he finds out his his dad killed his mother, he shoots him right away without asking questions. What in the world did people think he was going to do when he found out Thanos killed Gamora? Spoiler warning. If you haven't, I'm just saying, I don't want anybody to get mad. I don't want my DMs full of people mad because I already spoiled Infinity War. But you know what I'm saying? Everybody was like, oh, Star-Lord. But then if you think about it, that's part of the timeline to win the battle against Thanos. Star-Lord, just like the rat or the mouse that, you know, ejects uh, Ant-Man out of the machine, out of the quantum round. Star-Lord has to hit Thanos. So that's that's fair. And, I mean, that's in his character. I mean, it's just, ah, it was awesome. I just, that whole movie is just awesome. When they're, when they're the battle in Wakanda, I mean, we saw it together. I was I was speechless when it ended. I think you know how I reacted to it. I was like, "Yeah, what? I remember." And I, I remember like when they're fighting, and then like Wanda's like you know trying to stay out of the fight, you know, trying to be like with Vision, yeah. and then she ends up like joining the fight, and you see Okoye. Yeah, Okoye. Yeah, yeah Okoye. Being is like, like, what the hell? Yeah, you know, no. she's like, why is she you? And, it, and it's funny because like I was recently talking to my friends about that, and I was like, you know what? It, you know what I would have done if I was Captain America? I would have put Black Widow to guard Vision and have Wanda in the battle because Black Widow can easily take on anybody. Wanda's more powerful to take on a bigger army. Black Widow isn't. I'm not saying I don't like Black Widow. I love Black Widow. I think. One of the things that pisses me off the most in Endgame is the fact that when the when the female heroes finally unite, Black Widow isn't there. And Black Widow should be there. Should have been there. And I know she's not there because if it wasn't for Black Widow, none of them would have come back. But Black Widow should have been there. I think out of all the characters, she deserved it. I'm happy she's finally getting her own movie. I can't wait to see it. 
but infinity and then the score just the way it ends he just he looks at the distance and he smiles and then it hits the score and i was it was just like it was awesome and then thor he he aims for the chest it's like why didn't you aim for the hand or at least the head or i mean that whole movie was just it was awesome i, I actually like that movie but we're moving on to your final pick Okay, my number one is the most generic answer you could possibly get. I don't get. think so. I understand why that's your number one. I understand why. I get it. I know why. I don't think it's a genetic answer. I think it's it's a dang good answer. Is the Dark Knight? I love that. Not movie. the truth. Just the second one, right? We're coming yeah, to the just second the second one. one. The second one in general. Okay. The Dark Knight. I mean, can you go wrong with that? Like, the way it builds tension from the very first scene. It's just, like, the whole thing, the whole thing is that, you know, Joker's plan. Mm -hmm. You know, he comes across to other people as, like, oh, I'm just chaotic. I'm going to, you know, cause chaos, and I'm going to wreak havoc. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a plan, you know. Think, you know, I just do things, and things just get done. But in the very first scene, you see him, and this is his plan. He makes you know, a pencil disappear, which is cool. Yeah, that too. Yeah. He <laughs> he just like slams his hand and the pencil's gone. Like magic. He just stands there, but you're saying that's so, a tea, so you plan yeah. So he plans his robbery mm -hmm. in the beginning, and you know you and it just keeps on because I rewatched it the other day. Oh okay. Yeah, so I was like watching, it and I'm like, you know, and I never there's just things I like I didn't pick up the first time. Mm -hmm. You know, like he always. Like, I never came, understood the point of that robbery. I know it was like an introduction to the character, but. I don't know how that served the bigger plot. Uh, the way I see it, it's there's a very important line of when he meets Harvey Dent, mm -hmm. you know, Two Face in yeah. the hospital, and he's like, you know, I'm just like mad dog, you know, chasing over, mm -hmm. you know, over like a license, you know, cars, and you know, mm -hmm. like he, you know, I can't, you know, I can't help that I do these things. I don't plan it. You know, they just happen. Yeah. But and but if you go back and you see like this was his plan. He tells the guy to kill the other dude. You know, one of the other robbers. Yeah. And then he tells the other robber to kill the other one. And then... Yeah, like, he just... He activates, like, a chain. One takes out the other. Yeah, and then he Automatically, get, instead of him going around taking taking them out. Yeah. It's smart. The entire movie is like him basically making plans. And that's what he tells Harvey Dent. Now, he's not making a plan. Mm -hmm. And his whole plan is basically to show Gotham that they are just as, like, messed up as, like... Him. As them. Yeah. yeah. Like, they... They're just, like, not good and it's just like a the whole thing is like a battle for Gotham's soul. You know, it's yeah. very deep and it's like and it's very realistic and the moments of tension just like keep on going. It's like it's kind of like a horror movie where is the, it? yes, where it's best when it's making tension. You know, like when you're okay. feel, yeah, yeah, where you're like there you're like okay, like someone's going to show up. It's going to show up and like you see like the room like creaking towards one spot. And, like, you, you're waiting to see if something's going like to pop out at you or if you're going to see, like, a face or something's going to move. You know, and that's how, like, scenes are in this movie, The Dark Knight, you know. You're, it's just keep increasing the tension and then you're waiting for payoff. Yeah. And the payoff is always great, you know. Like, like when you're saying, like, okay, so is Batman going to be able to save Rachel or is he going to, like, Harvey. fail? And yeah. then you see, like... That moment, oh, he fails miserably. Yes, that moment when he opens the door, because he thought he was saving Rachel. Did he? Yeah, because I believe so. Because he tells, Joker tells him, like, Rachel's here, and then Tommy Dunn's here. And then he says, it, 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 I'm going after Rachel. 
and then when oh, he gets he there, oh, he turned it. He yeah. he turned it around. Yeah. yeah. So he gets there, and then like it's for a millisecond. But he just like stands there for a second and sees that it's Harvey, not Rachel, and he's like, "I'm gonna save him anyways." But like you can just see it, like, oh, you know, oh no. Yeah, because yeah, th- that's the thing. Like he manages like to break Batman in a way, and like like he like he he tricked Batman. That's I think that's like. It's kind of like like Joe. Well, it's it's Joker, you know. I think that's that's why you know people like really love that Joker. Is like he knew how to play Batman. He knows how to get inside Batman, and then I mean it. It was insane how he, how how he managed to. And he was supposed to come back for the third one, but unfortunately, the passing of somebody you know didn't that didn't happen. But I mean that it, it it's insane because I I mean. People argue that Christian Bale is the best Batman. I'll argue against that, but that's that's for another episode. But the thing is, like, the way he 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 just like the robbery, he he triggers one to kill the other, and he kills the other, and he kills the other, and he kills the other, until so he's the only one left alive. And then how he manages to get the gang the gangs to work together, and then he burns the money, and then like like you said, he tricks Batman. To thinking he's gonna go save Rachel, but no, he ends up saving Harvey Dent. Why did he do that? Like, I felt like he would want Harvey Dent, but then, like they say, he wanted people to know that the man Harvey Dent could be just as bad as him, that anybody could be just as bad as. So, it was insane how how he found it out. Christopher Nolan was just a genius with this one. Like, dude, what? All around, and then uh, who is it? Uh, Commissioner Gordon. Just, you know, dies and then he comes back and, you know, whatever. But that whole movie, The Dark Knight, was just... It's a ride from beginning to end. Yeah. The tension, like I said, it's... There's... I pick it because it just it felt so... Like, it had something to say. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it had... These things had purpose. And... That was, like, one of the first Blu-ray movies I ever bought, actually. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when we when when we wanted, I think Blu-ray or 4K, I think it was like our 4K first 4K. Mo- no, wait, I'm lying. Sorry, no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It was actually the third one. Sorry, I just thought of it. I was like, yeah, I remember seeing that big fight and then Catwoman. Blew. I was like, no, 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 wait, oh yeah, that's right, that's the third one. Sorry, I I messed up. It's that's right, it's the second one. Did you see that one in, in theaters though? The Dark Knight, the second one. The Dark Knight Rises. No, the the, the- Dark Knight, the one you're talking about right now. Did no, you? No, I. No, I heard it was really good, mm-hmm. and I had seen it at, like, at the store. Yeah. So, I, I just bought it. You know, it's one of those things where I just bought the movie, and I watched it. So, I was and like, you were oh. bored with it. I loved it. I was, I yeah. loved it so much. Yeah, it's, I it's an awesome Batman. movie. I mean, I think it's, there's this meme that says, here comes DC characters, close the gates, and it's all these, like, Marvel and all these other characters from different comic books. And then they're like, oh, wait, Batman's there. Just open the gate a little bit. So that just shows how many people love Batman and care for Batman. And uh, Christopher Nolan did an awesome job with that movie. I mean, it's just how, you, like, like just the Joker's planned all around just works. And then the prisoners in the boats with the, uh, the innocents on the other boat. And he has to, like, one will blow up the other. You get I me? Mean? It's just... It's insane. Uh, that whole movie, it's just complete chaos. Like, the Joker just creates complete... The hospital blows up. And then his, his improv, how he, like, hits the controller and then it blows up. Because apparently the, the story behind that is that 
I guess one of the bonds was going to be late on fusing, on, on going off. So when he's walking, the first bomb goes off in a multiple one. But there's one that's late, and that's when he Ledger uh, hits his hits the controller with his hand, and that's what causes the other one to blow up. And that was like his improv. And I mean, that's an awesome movie. I, I don't think anybody can argue with you on that one. I've been the number one. But I have a different choice than you. Okay, what is it? I don't think anybody would expect this. I think some people might have forgotten about this one, but... I think this is the best comic book movie. For me, it's X-Men Days of Future Past. Really? Okay. X-Men Days of Future Past. I was like, expecting you to say, like, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 or 2. Why would I say Guardians of the Galaxy 1 or 2? I mean, they crack my top 10, but they don't crack my... And it's funny because I actually removed the Winter Soldier. And I put Joker. So Winter Soldier was supposed to be my third, but I was like, no, I actually like Joker better than Winter and I moved it over, but I still love I still love the Winter Soldier. But we'll get back to that. But X Men: Days of Future Past, I absolutely love that movie. Just the way it looks, the Sentinels, like everything about it was perfect. My biggest complaint towards the X Men though is that everything's always focused on Wolverine, when the X Men should be focused around the X Men. You know, but I just Days of Future Past was just it was a perfect reboot. It was a perfect reboot. Not only did we get young X-Men, like the ones people are growing up with now with like, um, uh, what's his name? Michael Fassbender and... Uh, yeah, and um, James McAvoy. There you go. Not only are people just like, because so many, I feel like so many people got used to them. Not only that, but we, I got the X-Men that I grew up with. Hugh Jackman, Halle Berry, you know. And then I got to see Iceman. Even though Iceman was very limited, I finally, like Iceman's one of my favorite X-Men of all time. And just like, just the way that the way they managed to get both both like you know the the new and the old how they managed to get them together and it was just like oh man it was, i wanted more and that's what i'm saying like i wanted more because i wanted i really wish x-men days of future past was a part one and a part two that was like the only thing i kind of like wish the movie had was like more showing of how the conflict happened how the sentinels how the world got the way it was you know so like more backstory, more, not backstory. Just just like like part one is focused on the war against the Sentinels, and how the mutants end up dying off, and why the world gets goes into that complete chaos that we see at the beginning. With part two and starting the way you know the the first the X Men Days of Future Past how it started, you know because we spent a lot of time in the past, which was cool. I absolutely loved that, and I mean I, one thing I always praise is that X Men costume. Out of that black leather suit, they're in that really cool, just, like, Wolverine looks so dope. Like, I keep seeing, like, Wolverine looks so awesome with this, his armor and, like, his, ah, man, it's just, that movie in general, just, ah, I love that movie all around. Is it the all one around. that has, like, the yellow on it? Yeah, it's the one where, so, Days of Future Past is the one where he has, like, this, like, military look. He has, like, these armor plates on his arm and on his chest. And he has like the X on the bell and it's like it's yellow. It has like yellow on top and then blue under. So it's very homage to the old school uh Wolverine look. And he has like the little like gray hair on the side and on the and on his facial hair. And his his claws are of course steel. But the whole the whole movie and then the and then in the rogue edition where they do bring rogue. And it's a different 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 way the movie goes, but Either movie, either side of the movie is just awesome. And when that movie came out, I bought it. I thought it was great. 
I've never seen the Rogue Edition. Like, what differences does she make? Uh, so, Kitty is injured, of course, in the movie. Right? She gets injured and she's dripping blood. So, they say, hey, you know what? We need somebody that can take over for her because she's losing a lot of blood. So, they decide to go back to the X-Mansion to rescue Rogue because Rogue is there. She's being held captive. So, they save Rogue. Spoiler warning. Iceman dies a lot sooner in this one. Iceman dies trying to hold off the Sentinels from taking Magneto and Rogue. So when Rogue gets back, instead of being Kitty Pride holding uh, Wolverine, she takes over. So she takes uh, Kitty's power like she normally does. You know, she absorbs her power. And then it's her holding Wolverine instead of Kitty Pride or Kitty or Shadowcat. There we go. Shadowcat. So it's it's Rogue holding uh, Wolverine. And Wolverine at one point is like, Rogue? Like he notices it's her. You get me? I I think I think Rogue tells Wolverine tells Logan hi Logan, and you know Logan in the past is like Rogue, and that's where he's like oh, okay. And then it's also cool when you see Patrick Stewart and James McAvoy, like seeing each other, and he's like oh so this is what the feature is. And I I mean that that movie I just some people complain like oh, I don't like the Sentinels. The Sentinels make sense why they're so powerful. At first they wouldn't make sense like why wow, these guys can't take on these robots. But then when you really think about it, it's like. That's cool. They have Mystique's power so they can turn into eyes, turn into fire, do whatever they can to survive. And that is awesome. And that's... I love that movie. All the oh, Beginning to end, I enjoy that movie all the way. I never get enough of that movie. I want more of that movie. I always tell people, if I was a film director, knowing what Marvel's doing now, I would go to Marvel and say, this is my plan. Please let me direct the X-Men movies. I love the X-Men movies. I feel like the X-Men movies... Are just I, the X Men in general. I love the X Men all around. I would have been a full blown out DC fan, but if it wasn't for the X Men, I mean, I, I would have been a full blown out DC fan. But because of the X Men, and because of the way they did Days of Future Past, it's just amazing. The cinematography, the Sentinels, their costumes, the way it goes down to like, like Magneto, how he lifts us up the stadium. Uh, you know, uh, Peter Dinklage <laughs> plays, you know, just the movie all around. It, it's just great. And the movie only breaks one thing that's just kind of what? But, I mean, the whole movie, I mean, did you see that movie in theaters? I didn't see it in theaters. I ended up, like, renting it after uh-huh. it came out. After it came out? Yeah. Like, after it came out, like, on, for, like, on Blu-ray. Uh-huh. I do remember seeing the stadium. I think that was probably my favorite part. Like, him just, like, lifting the whole yeah. thing. And and then the movie after that was, of course, X-Men Apocalypse. I thought it was okay. It was enjoyable. I just, again, I wish it would have taken part in the future now. Like, oh, oh, sorry. I completely missed this part. Cyclops also comes back. Cyclops is my number one favorite X-Men character. And Cyclops is back for a short second, but Cyclops is back. That right there was just like, dude, oh, thank you so much. So I was like, and then I remember because in that movie, they tease Apocalypse. And I was like, oh, my God, we're going to get Apocalypse. This is going to be great. This and that. No, we get Apocalypse in the past, not in the future, which is like, oh, man, but whatever. But that whole movie, Days of Future Past, I saw it in theaters. Yeah. I saw it in theaters. I remember when it got announced, I was excited. Went to theaters, saw it. I was excited. I think I saw it with my friend Jesse. I saw it with my friend Gilbert. I think my friend Chris. So it was like four of us that went to go see it. That movie, beginning to end, I was just hooked. And I have it in my house. And I want to see it again. 
And I haven't seen it in a very long time because, again, I don't want it to lose that magic with me. I absolutely love that movie. Because anything they could have done after Days of Future Past, they could have gotten away with it. Because Days of Future Past is the perfect reboot slash continuation of the old X-Men and the new X-Men we had. X-Men Days of Future Past to me is the number one best comic book movie of all times. Anybody can argue against me. That's my opinion. I think it's one of the best. Love that movie. Love it. I remember seeing the ending uh-huh. when you see Cyclops and yeah, and Famke Jensen, uh, Jean Grey. Yeah, there I'm like, low triangles back in the menu, boys. I, re- I re- it's funny because like I remember watching it and then like like he's just like like Wolverine's like Jean and he's touching her and you see like somebody grab his hand and he's just like hey buddy take it easy there. And, like, Wolverine turns around, and it's Cyclops right there. And I was, like, in the movie there, I was, like, Cyclops! And then this guy, like, literally, you just see his hand in the middle of the screen with a thumbs up. Like, yeah, Cyclops is back. And I was, like, what? And it was just, and then it's funny how he just tells him, like, like, oh, um, my history's a little, it's a little wrong. And that's when, you know, uh, Mr. Uh, Professor Xavier's, like, oh, let's catch you up. And I was, like, ooh. And then we get Logan. Holy crap. We didn't mention Logan. Oh, no. I remember... Logan. We left Logan out. I know somebody's probably going to hate on us. I mean, I do like Logan. It was... <laughs> I, I did see that one in theaters. I, I did, that. too. Like, seeing him... Oh, I, I almost cried at the end, you know, when... when I guess, spoiler warning. Uh-huh. When he dies, you know, saving his little Logan. Oh, his his little heart? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, that's, and that one takes place after Days of Future Past. That's why I like it. It takes place after Days of Future Past. There's some there's some movies we didn't mention. Of course, Logan's one of them. Logan, one of the greatest of all time. Another one I didn't mention that I absolutely love, I think you were shocked, was Shazam. I was about to say Shazam for mine, too. Shazam. Shazam. Shazam was great. Like, Zachary Levi was great. I met him at the Game Awards. Or didn't mean I saw him at the Game Awards. Awesome guy to talk. Awesome guy to see. He just, he just seemed like he was loving the gig the whole time. He was awesome. What was another movie we missed? Wonder Woman. You, I know you haven't seen it yet, as far as I know. No, I saw it. You saw it now? I saw it. I loved Wonder Woman. They turned this character who I thought was going to be, like, who has, he, she has, like, different versions. She has, like, her peace-loving version of her. She has her, you know, I, you know, I play with my, oh, I fight with my fists first before I ask questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So you're, like, thinking, okay, which way she's going to go? Is she going to go that way? too nice or uh-huh. like too violent or is she gonna go in the middle and Gal Gadot did it like perfectly yeah she she uh, see the thing about that is that you don't just see um you don't just see one type of Wonder Woman you see two you see the warrior Wonder Woman and then you see the loving Wonder Woman at the very beginning where she wants to save humanity and wants to stop the war you know what I'm saying yeah you see it in the very beginning how she is when she sees Steve and you also see her with, you know, in being a warrior, the the badass warrior that she is. Now, honestly, when I was watching the movie, I was like, I guarantee you, Chris Pine is going to be the one saving her all the time. Nope. None of them needed saving. They both handled each other well. Exactly. And it was awesome. I actually liked that. Yeah. I became a fan of it. And now that, and it took me a while to see it. It took me the longest to see it. And I remember like I saw it and I was like, all right, I want to see Wonder Woman 84. I'm on board for that. For me, another honorable mention would uh-huh. be Thor Ragnarok. 
I love oh, Thor Ragnarok. No. <laughs> no, that's right. Thor Ragnarok. I mean, I have a wallpaper of, of Thor right now in his Gladiator Arena right now as we speak. But Thor Ragnarok. Okay, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, my God. Thor, where, where do we even start with Thor Ragnarok? He made it as a character, the director? Uh-huh. I'm not sure. Okay. Taika? Taika Watiti or something? Watiti, yeah. Taika Watiti. He made the character, like, a comedian, basically. Like, yeah, he went he, in, like, all in on it, and it worked for his character. Yeah, because Chris Henworth can, can, he can, he, he, he has comedy chops. He can make comedy. Yeah. You know? You don't see it very often. Like, you saw it in Ghostbusters, the new one, if anybody. I didn't see that. See I didn't bother. After I saw what people were saying, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm staying clear out of this one. It was fine. There's nothing more than going to a movie theater and, like, the movie sucks. And you're sitting there, and you're sitting there, you're just like, ah, man, spent 12 bucks to see this crap. (laughs) You liked it, that's on you. I haven't bothered to see it. I'd rather just keep it to the original Ghostbusters and leave it alone, and that's it. I mean, it wasn't bad. Uh It It wasn't bad. It just wasn't great. They could have done it better. Yeah, they could have done it better. But, yeah, look, Thor Ragnarok, back to Thor Ragnarok. Hulk versus Thor is just awesome. You get Immigrant Song. One of my favorite rock bands of all time, Led Zeppelin. We get Led Zeppelin. It's just, it is awesome. Not only that, but we also get, um, what else, what else we get? We, Hella, another great villain. Oh. Another great villain. And then I, I always laugh at the part where you just see Hulk jump onto the fire demon. And Thor is just like, Hulk, you moron. No, come on, you gotta go. And then. Hulk comes back and he's like, Hulk, come on, let's go. And you just hear Thor, oh, big monster. You hear Hulk like, big monster. Oh, and it's just like, that is just great. It was just a great, great movie all around. Zachary Levi was in that too. Oh, he, he, he was. He got right? he got killed right away. Yeah, he was part of uh, what was it, the, one of the Warriors? What, yes. What, oh, also Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon was in it too. Uh, Chris Hensworth's brother, I think, was also in it. Which one? I don't know which one. Uh, they all look the same. I don't know. I can't tell. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not going on Google and seeing what the difference between the Hensworth brothers are, because yeah, I'm not gonna bother with it. But you know, I mean, the whole that movie was great. Kingsman, uh, not the Golden. Well, the Golden Circle was cool. I liked it, but Kingsman: The Secret Service, absolutely love it. I became a fan of that. I bought some of the comic books. Uh, the Red Diamond is the one I last one I read, but Kingsman was great. The first X-Men movie was the movie, I think, that made a set a standard for, for superhero movies. You can't forget any other, like, of course, any of the MCU movies. I think all the MCU movies have been great. I think they've all been fun to watch, uh, including Endgame and, of course, the Guardians. We also have the Guardians of the Galaxy we didn't mention. There's so many great superhero movies out there. Actually, it's pretty cool that we live right now in a time where superhero movies are dominating and no longer are being looked at. You know, you know, the stuff that, you know, we, I got, I got picked on for liking superheroes when I was little. So it's cool to see that, you know, times are kind of changing and it's, I think we have a lot of good superhero movies ahead of us. They all see our way now. Yeah, I know. They finally see our way. It's like, ah, yeah. So you like Spider-Man now, huh? Okay, cool. Yeah. You used to hit me in middle school because I liked Spider-Man. Now you like Spider-Man, huh? I'm going to hit you now. Of course, I don't, I don't. Not saying you should go punch people around, but any other any other movie you wanted to mention? 
Any other one. Any other one. Did you like the Halle Berry Catwoman? I never... Don't, I don't I bother. I never saw don't it. Don't bother. No, I don't bother. I saw, like, clips of it. Like, we don't I talk heard... about that. <laughs> and I brought it up. I was just saying, we're, we're not, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not. But, you know. You haven't seen it? No, I don't... Okay, I remember watching clips, like, something about <laughs> makeup. I'm like, wow, did you really have to pick that? I know, right? Another movie I think we also missed was uh, Sp- Scott, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Is it? Yes. yes. Scott Pilgrim like vs. the World. The, her, the Seven Evil Exes. And let me tell you something. Scott Pilgrim, I think, is the most powerful superhero ever. Period. Why? He beats Superman. He beat Captain Marvel. He beat Captain America. I think there was another... Like, all those three actors in that movie played Superman... Brie Larson is in that movie. She played, of course, Captain Marvel. Chris Evans played Captain America. I think there's another one. I'm missing another person. But Scott Pilgrim is the most powerful. Ramona Flowers was Huntress. There you go. Ramona Flowers was Huntress. Yeah, but he didn't beat her. He didn't beat her. We're not counting her. She was the one that... Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, she was. Harley Quinn. You liked Harley Quinn. You enjoyed Harley Quinn. Yeah, I did. It was... We're talking about Birds of Prey or just a character? Oh, Birds of Prey in general. That's why I just call it a Harley Quinn movie. I don't know why they're calling it Birds of Prey and one fat Just call it a Harley Quinn movie. That's all it was. It was a I, Harley Quinn movie. I did not want, like, I did not like Raymond, Renee Montoya in the Birds of Prey. I felt like she's, like, too normal-ish for them. Like, who's, who's that again? The cop girl. The cop lady. Remember? Oh, her? Yeah. I didn't get her point. I was like, she's, I don't get it. I was like, I don't know. I don't get this. I, I'm out. I mean, I know the I was in there for Black Mask. <laughs> Boy, was I let down. I was so upset. I was that- so let down. I was like, wow, man, really? You're doing this to Black Mask? I was so upset. Like, they could have done so much more with He doesn't and- even wear the, he wears the mask for like a second. And he doesn't wear it again. What a wasted opportunity. Uh, another one we actually missed, of course, was Into the Spider-Verse. That is Spider-Man my, Into the Spider-Verse. My, I think, oh, yeah, my favorite. favorite same, my favorite Spider-Man movie. Favorite here, too. And they were going to make a second one. Apparently, they were going to get Tobey Maguire, Andrew, and uh, Tom to be in it. They were going to have a cameo. All three of them. Hellboy. You think Hellboy? You know I love Guillermo del Toro. I know you he's, do. He's like one of my favorite directors. He directs something... And I'm like, okay, that's definitely worth at least watching. And you still haven't played Death Stranding, huh? No, I also haven't watched, like, that fish movie, uh, The Shape Uh, of Water. Yeah, and I'm not bothering with that either. Whenever it's a movie about somebody falling in love with, like, a weird-looking creature or something, I'm I'm out. I'm not so. That is just me. I'm not into weird shit like that. But, you know, if you are, go for it. Hey, I'm not going to judge you. You know, you're into that. Maybe you can pass a review down and I'll be like, okay. I'm going to post that at What the Pop, but other than that, yeah, no, I don't, I'm not going to see that. I mean, it was cool, but I mean, another another good, what was another good one? Of course, the Tobey Maguire movies in general. Well, I don't know about Spider-Man 3. Some people hate it, some people love it. I thought it was okay. It was enjoyable. Um, but yeah, there's so many great, great movies out there to see. Um, the Crow, you like The Crow? You know what? The reason I watched The Crow... Never seen The Crow. Just going to say it right now. Never seen The Crow. Never sold me on that. My cousin loved The Crow. He would, like, not stop talking about it. He was like, oh, have you seen The Crow, The Crow, The Crow? And I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And it was it was very entertaining for me. Like, it's a, it has that, like, 90s... Mm-hmm. That 90s feel. That 90s... 
like, let me put on this leather, and I'm just gonna be like shooting bad guys. I I never got into the curl. Could never do it. Nothing. No? Nothing about the curl interested me. If anything, the most '90s or '80s movie that I really loved was, of course, the old Michael Keaton Batman movies. The first Batman movie with Joker with uh, uh, Jack Nicholson, and of course the second one uh, with Catwoman and uh, who was it? Dem- uh, Danny DeVito as Penguin. Batman Returns? Yeah, Batman Returns. Is it? Yeah, I think I'm so. not going to get into the whole George Clooney, Van, Val Kilmer, and all that. I'm not going to get into that, but... I, I mean, like I said, there's so many great superhero movies. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't manage to to mention some, but... You know, I, that's it. That's, I, you know, I think we're we're good and we're done. You know, if, if, if we're, we're definitely going to have to come back and do this again in a couple years from now, or we'll see. Not years, months, maybe. We'll see. But, I mean, there's, like I said, there's a lot of superhero movies out there that we can watch. Um, Myra, thanks for joining me, honestly. Thank you so much for joining me. This is it's a pleasure. It was on, it's, it's a different, because of you, what you like, I feel like this podcast was very different from all of them. Thank you so much. This was a huge break from just video game talk, like it's been in the past ones. Thanks, Myra. Thanks for uh Thank you for having me. Yeah. It was a really great experience for me. This is the first time I've ever been in a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, trust me, it's, it's, it's new for everybody. And I always tell people, like, it's funny because I tell people, by the 10th episode, we should have an idea what this, what we're going to do with these podcasts, how it's going to work out. But thank you so much. I hope, I hope, I, I hope, I hope to have you again. I would like to have you again. I would like to be had again. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll have you. We'll have you again. Is there anything you want to tell to our listeners or hearing anything you want to tell them? If you haven't seen Aquaman yet, go watch it. Don't judge Aquaman. He's a cool character. The movie shows it that he could be a great character. I defended Aquaman in your honor. In your honor, I defended Aquaman. I was like, hey, you know what? He's pretty cool when you really think about it. Okay. If there was a megalodon, I'm telling you, you would want that thing on your side, but. Guys, thank you so much for everybody that um, listened to us. Of course, you guys could always listen to us on Google Podcasts, on Anchor, on Baker, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a few other more. You guys can hear us there. Thank you so much for listening. If you guys want to shoot me any messages, feedback, DM me, you guys can reach out to me at WhatThePop. That's W-H-A-T-T-H-A-P-O-P. At what the pop over at Instagram, you guys could also reach out to me personally, Pedro Rodriguez at prod.94 over at Instagram. If you're on Twitter and you have Twitter and you don't have Instagram, that's cool. You could also reach out to me personally at p underscore rod5 on Twitter. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, happy Memorial Day! Is it Memorial Day? Yes, it is. Happy Memorial Day, guys. Uh, be safe, stay kind, be kind to others. Thank you guys so much, and you guys have an awesome day. Thank you. Bye-bye.